So today is March the 21st, 2020, and Darren and I are in the book of Judges, and we're going to read <coughs> chapters 17 through 21. Judges chapter 17. Now there was a man of the hill country of Ephraim, whose name was Micah. He said to his mother, The eleven hundred pieces of silver which were taken from you, about which you uttered a curse in my hearing, behold, the silver is with me. I took it. And his mother said, Blessed be my son by the Lord. He then returned the eleven hundred pieces of silver to his mother. And his mother said, I wholly dedicate the silver from my hand to the Lord for my son, to make a graven image and a molten image. Now therefore I will return them to you. So when he returned the silver to his mother, his mother took the two hundred pieces of silver and gave them to the silversmith, who made them into a graven image and a molten image, and they were in the house of Micah. And the man Micah had a shrine, and he made an ephod and household idols, and consecrated one of his sons, that he might become his priest. In those days there was no king in Israel. Every man did what was right in his own eyes. Now there was a young man from Bethlehem in Judah, of the family of Judah, who was a Levite, and he was staying there. Then the man departed from the city, from Bethlehem, in Judah to stay wherever he might find a place as he made his journey. He came to the hill country of Ephraim, to the house of Micah. Micah said to him, Where do you come from? And he said to him, I am a Levite from Bethlehem in Judah, and I am going to stay I am going to stay wherever I may find a place. Micah then said to him, Dwell with me and be a father and a priest to me, and I will give you ten pieces of silver a year, a suit of clothes, and your maintenance. So the Levite went in. The Levite agreed to live with the man, and the younger and the young man became to him like one of his sons. So Micah consecrated the Levite, and the young man became his priest and lived in the house of Micah. Then Micah said, Now I know that the Lord will prosper me, seeing I have a Levite as priest. Judges chapter 18. In those days there was no king in Israel, and in those days the tribe of the Danites was seeking an inheritance for themselves to live in. For until that day an inheritance had not been allotted to them as a possession among the tribes of Israel. So the sons of Dan set from, set from their family five men out of their whole number, valiant men from Zorah to Eshtoel, to spy out the land and to search it. And they said to them, Go search the land. And they came to the hill country of Ephraim, to the house of Micah, and lodged there. When they were near the house of Micah, they recognized the voice of the young man, the Levite. And they turned aside there and said to him, Who brought you here? And what are you doing in this place? And what do you have here? He said to them, Thus and Micah... And so has Micah done to me, and he has hired me, and I have become his priest. They said to him, Inquire of God, please, that we may know whether our way on which we are going to going will be prosperous. The priest said to them, Go in peace your way, 
in which you are going has the Lord's approval. Then the five men departed and came to uh, Laish <clears throat> and saw the people who were in it living in security after the manner of the Sidonians, uh, quiet and secure, for there was no ruler humiliating them for anything, anything in the land, and they were far from the Sidonians and had no dealings with anyone. When they came back to their brothers at Zorah and Eshtoal, their brothers said to them, What do you report? They said, Arise, and let us go up against them, for we have seen the land, and behold, it is very good, and will you sit still? Uh, do not delay to go to enter the, and possess the land. <laughs> when you enter, you will come to a secure people with a spacious land, for God has given it into your hand, a place where there is no lack of anything that is on earth. Then from the family of the Danites, from Zorah, from Eshtoal, six hundred men armed with weapons of war set out. They went up and camped at Kerath-Jerim in Judah. Therefore they called that place Mahanadan to this day. Behold, it is west of Kerath-Jerim. They passed from there to the hill country of Ephraim and came to the house of Micah. Then the five men who went to spy out the country of Laish said to their kinsmen, Do you know that there are in these house, houses an ephod and household idols and graven image and a molten image? Now therefore consider what you should do. They turned aside their, there and came to the house of the young uh, man, the Levite, to the house of Micah, and asked him of his welfare. The six hundred men, armed with their weapons of war, who were the sons of Dan, stood by the entrance of the gate. Now the five men went to spy out the land, went up and entered there, and took the graven image and the ephod and the household idols and the molten image, while the priest stood by the entrance of the gate with the six hundred men armed, with weapons of war. When these went into Micah's house and took the graven image and ephod and household idols and the molten image, the priest said to them, What are you doing? They said to him, Be silent. Put your hand over your mouth and come with us, and be to us a father and a priest. It is better for you to be a priest to the house of one man or to be priest to a tribe and a family in Israel. <laughs> the priest's heart was glad, and he took the ephod and household idols and the graven image and went among the people. Then they turned and departed and put the little ones and the livestock and the valuables in front of them. When they had gone some distance from the house of Micah, the men who were in the house, in the houses near Micah's house, assembled and overtook the sons of Dan. They cried to the sons of Dan, who turned around and said to Micah, What is the matter with you that you have assembled together? He said, You have taken away my gods which I made, and, and the priest, and have gone away, and what do I have besides? So how can you say to me, What is the matter with you? The sons of Dan said to him, Do not let your voice be heard among us, or else fierce men will fall upon you and you will lose your life with the lives of your household. 
So the sons of Dan went on their way, and when Micah saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back to his house. Then they took what Micah had made, and the priest who had belonged who had belonged to him, and came to Lish, to a people quiet and secure, and struck them with the edge of the sword, and they burned the city with fire, and there was no one to deliver them, because it was far from Sidon, and they had no dealings with anyone, and it was in the valley which is near Beth Rehob. And they rebuilt the city and lived in it. They called the name of the city Dan after the after the name of Dan their father, who was born in Israel. However, the name uh, of the city formerly was Lish. The sons of Dan set up for themselves the graven image, and Jonathan, the son of Gershom, the son of Manasseh, he and his sons were priests to the tribe of the Danites until the day of the captivity of the land. So they set up for themselves Micah's graven image, which he had made all the time that the house of God was at Shiloh. Judges chapter 19. Now it came about in those days when there was no king in Israel, that there was a certain Levite staying in the remote part of the hill country of Ephraim, who took a concubine for himself from Bethlehem in Judah. But his concubine played the harlot against him, and she went away from him to her father's house in Bethlehem in Judah, and was there for a period of four months. Then her husband arose and went after her to speak tenderly to her in order to bring her back, taking with him his servant and a pair of donkeys. So she brought him into her father's house, and when the girl's father saw him, he was glad to meet him. His father-in-law, the girl's father, detained him, and he remained with him three days, so they ate and drank and lodged together. Now on the fourth day... They got up early in the morning, and he prepared to go. And the girl's father said to his son-in-law, Sustain yourself with a piece of bread, and afterward you may go. So both of them sat down and ate and drank together. And the girl's father said to the man, Please be willing to spend the night, and let your heart be merry. Then the man arose to go, but his father-in-law urged him so that he spent the night there again. On the fifth day he arose to go early in the morning. And the girl's father said, Please sustain yourself and wait until afternoon. So both men, both of them ate. When the man arose to go, along with his concubine and the servant, his father-in-law, the girl's father, said to him, Behold now, the day has drawn to a close. Please spend the night. Lo, the day is coming to an end. Spend the night here, that your heart may be merry. Then tomorrow you may arise early for your journey so that you may go home. But the man was not willing to spend the night, so he arose and departed and came to a place opposite Jabus, that is, Jerusalem. And there were with him a pair of saddled donkeys. His concubine also was with him. When they were near Jabus, the day was almost gone, and the servant said to his master, Please come and let us turn aside into the city of the Jebusites and spend the night in it. However, his master said to him, We will not turn aside into the city of foreigners who are not of the sons of Israel, but we will go on as far as Gibeah. He said to his servant, Come and let us approach one of these places, and we will spend the night in Gibeah or Ramah. So they passed along and went their way, and the sun set 
on them near Gibeah, which belongs to Benjamin. They turned aside there in order to enter and lodge in Gibeah. When they entered, they sat down in the open square of the city, for no one took them into his house to spend the night. Then, behold, an old man was coming out of the field from his work at evening. Now the man was from the hill country of Ephraim, and he was staying in Gibeah, but the men of the place were Benjaminites. And he lifted up his eyes and saw the traveler in the open square of the city, and the old man said, Where are you going, and where do you come from? He said to him, We are passing from Bethlehem in Judah to the remote part of the hill country of Ephraim. For I am from there, and I went to Bethlehem in Judah, but I am now going to my house, and no man will take me into his house. Yet there is both straw and fodder for our donkeys, and also bread and wine for me. Your maidservant and the young man who is with your servants there is no, is no la- there is no lack of anything. The old man said, Peace to you. Only let me take care of all your needs. However, do not spend the night in the open square. So he took him into his house and gave the donkeys fodder, and they washed their feet and ate and drank. While they were celebrating, behold, the men of the city, certain worthless fellows, surrounded the house, pounding the door, and they spoke to the owner of the house, the old man, saying, Bring out the man who came into your house, that we may have relations with him. Then the man, the owner of the house, went out to them and said to them, No, my fellows, please do not act wickedly. Since this man has come into my house, do not commit this act of folly. Here is my virgin daughter and his concubine. Please let me bring them out that you may ravish them and do to them whatever you wish. But do not commit such an act of folly against this man. But the men would not listen to him. So the men seized his concubine and brought her out to them. And they raped her and abused her all night until morning. Then let her go at the approach of dawn. As the day began to dawn, the woman came and fell down at the doorway of the man's house where her master was until full daylight. When her master arose in the morning and opened the doors of the house and went out to go on his way, Then, behold, his concubine was lying at the doorway of the house with her hands on the threshold. He said to her, Get up and let us go. But there was no answer. Then he placed her on the donkey, and the man arose and went to his home. When he entered his house, he took a knife and laid hold of his concubine and cut her into twelve pieces limb by limb and sent her throughout the territory of Israel. All who saw it said nothing, like this what, like this has ever happened or been seen from the day when the sons of Israel came up from the land of Egypt to this day. Consider it, take counsel, and speak up. <clears throat> Genesis, Judges chapter 20 Then all the sons of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, including the land of Gilead, came out, and the congregation assembled as one man to the Lord at Mizpah. The chiefs of all the people, even all the tribes of Israel, took their stand in the assembly of the people of God, 400,000 foot soldiers who drew the sword. Now the sons of Benjamin heard that the sons of Israel had gone up to Mizpah, and the sons of Israel said, Tell us, 
How did this wickedness take place? So the Levite, the husband of the woman, who was murdered, answered and said, I came with my concubine to spend the night at Gibeah, which belongs to Benjamin. But the men of Gibeah arose up against me and surrounded the house at night because of me. They intended to kill me. Instead, they ravished my concubine so that she died. And I took hold of my concubine and cut her into, in pieces and sent her throughout the land of Israel's inheritance. For they have committed a lewd and disgraceful act in Israel. Behold, all you sons of Israel, give your advice and counsel here. Then all the people arose as one man saying, Not one of us will go up to his tent, nor will any of us return to his house. But now this is the thing which we will do to Gibeah. We will go up against her by, go up against it by lot, and we will take ten men out of a hundred throughout the tribes of Israel, and one hundred out of a thousand, and one thousand out of ten thousand to supply food for the people, that when they come to Gibeah of Benjamin, they shall punish them for all the disgraceful acts that they have committed in Israel. Thus all the men of Israel were gathered against the city, united as one man. Then the tribes of Israel sent men through the entire tribe of Benjamin, saying, What is this wickedness that has taken place among you? Now then deliver up the men, the worthless fellows in Gibeah, that were, that we may put them to death, and remove this wickedness from Israel. But the sons of Benjamin would not listen to the voice of their brothers, the sons of Israel. <clears throat> now the, son, the sons of Benjamin gathered from the uh, uh, cities to Gibeah to go out to battle against the sons of Israel. From the, from the cities on that day, the sons of Benjamin were uh, numbered 26,000 men who draw, drew the sword, besides the inhabitants of Gibeah who were uh, numbered at 700 choice men. Out of all these people, 700 choice men were left-handed each one could sling a stone at a hair and not miss. <clears throat> then the men of Israel, besides Benjamin, were numbered 400,000 men who drew the sword. And these men, these were men of war. Now the sons of Israel arose and went up to Bethel and inquired of God and said, who shall go up first for us to battle against the sons of Benjamin? Then the Lord said, Judah shall go up first. So the sons of Israel arose in the morning and camped against Gibeah. The men of Israel went out to battle against Benjamin. The men of Israel arrayed for battle against, the, against them at Gibeah. Then the sons of Benjamin came out of Gibeah and fell to the ground. On that day, 22,000 men of Israel. But the people... The men of Israel encouraged themselves and arrayed for battle again in the place where they had arrayed themselves the first day. The sons of Israel went up and wept before the Lord until evening and inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall we again draw near for battle against the sons of my brother Benjamin? And the Lord said, Go up against him. Then the sons of Israel came against the sons of Benjamin the second day. Benjamin went out against them from Gibeah the second day and felled to the ground again, 18,000 men of the sons of Israel. All these drew the sword. Then all the sons of Israel and all the people went up and came to Bethel and wept. Thus they remained there before 
the Lord had fasted that day until evening. And they offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. The sons of Israel inquired of the Lord, for the ark of the covenant of God was in was there in those days. And Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, Aaron's son, stood before it to minister in those days, saying, Shall I get shall I yet again go out to battle against the sons of my brother Benjamin, or shall I seize? And the Lord said, Go up, for tomorrow I will deliver them into your hand. So Israel set men in ambush around Gibeah. The sons of Israel went up against the sons of Benjamin on the third day, and arrayed themselves against Gibeah as at other times. The sons of Benjamin went out against the people and were drawn away from the city, and they began to strike and kill some of the people as at other times. On the highways, one of which goes up to Bethel and the other to Gibeah, and in the field about thirty men of Israel, the sons of Benjamin said, They are struck down before us as at first. But the sons of Israel said, Let us flee, that we may draw them away from the city to the highways. Then all the men of Israel arose from their place, and arrayed themselves at Baal Tamer. And the men of Israel in ambush broke out of their place, even out of Marageba. When ten thousand choice men from all Israel came against Gibeah, the battle became fierce, but Benjamin did not know the disaster was close to them. And the Lord struck Benjamin before Israel, so that the sons of Israel destroyed 25,100 men of Benjamin that day, all who draw the sword. The sons of Benjamin saw that they were defeated when the men of Israel gave ground to Benjamin, because they relied on the men in ambush whom they had set against Gibeah. The men in ambush hurried and rushed against Gibeah. The men in ambush also deployed and struck all the city with the edge of the sword. Now the appointed sign between the men of Israel and the men in ambush was that they would make a great cloud of smoke rise from the city. Then the men of Israel turned in battle, and Benjamin began to strike and kill about thirty men of Israel. For they said, Surely they are defeated before us, as in the first battle. But when the cloud began to rise from the city in the column of smoke, Benjamin looked behind them, and behold, the whole city was going up in smoke to heaven. Then the men of Israel turned, and the, and the men of Benjamin were terrified, for they saw that disaster was close to them. Therefore they turned their backs before the men of Israel toward the direction of the wilderness. But the battle overtook them, while those who came out of the cities destroyed them in the midst of them. They surrounded Benjamin, pursued them without rest, and trod them down opposite Gibeah towards the east. Thus 18,000 men of Benjamin uh, fell. All these were valiant warriors. The rest turned and fled towards the wilderness to the rock of Rimmon. But they caught 5,000 of them on the highways and overtook them at Gidom and killed 2,000 of them. So all of the Benjamin, so all of Benjamin who fell that day were 25,000 men who draw the sword. All these were valiant warriors, but 600 men turned and fled towards the wilderness to the rock of Rimmon, and they remained at the rock of Rimmon four months. The men of Israel then turned back against the sons of Benjamin and struck them at the with the edge of the sword, 
both the entire city with the cattle and all they uh, found, they also set on fire all the cities which they found. Judges chapter 21. Now the men of Israel had sworn in Mizpah, saying, None of us shall give his daughter to Benjamin in marriage. So the people came to Bethel and sat there before God until evening and lifted up their voices and wept bitterly. They said, Why, O Lord, God of Israel, has this come about in Israel, so that one tribe should be missing today in Israel? It came about the next day that the people arose early and built an altar there and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. Then the sons of Israel said, Who is there among all the tribes of Israel who did not come up in assembly to the Lord? For they had taken a great oath concerning him, who did not come up to the Lord at Mizpah, saying, He shall surely be put to death. And the sons of Israel were sorry for their brother Benjamin, and said, One tribe is cut off from Israel today. What shall we do for the for wives for those who are left, since we have sworn by the Lord not to give them any of our daughters in marriage? And they said, uh, one, what one is there of the tribes of Israel who did not come up to the Lord at Mizpah? And behold, no one had come to the camp from Jabesh Gilead to assemble to us to the assembly. For when the people were numbered, behold, not one of the inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead was there. And the congregation sent twelve thousand of the valiant warriors there and commanded them, saying, Go strike the inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead with the edge of the sword. With the, with the women and the little ones. This is the thing that you shall do. You shall utterly destroy every man and every woman who is lain with a man. And they found among the inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead four hundred young virgins who had not known a man by lying with him. And they brought them to the camp at Shiloh, which is in the land of Canaan. Then the whole congregation sent word and spoke to the sons of Benjamin who were at the rock of Rimmon and proclaim peace to them. Benjamin returned at that time, and they gave them the women whom they had kept alive from the women of Jabesh, Gilead. Yet they were not enough for them. And the people were sorry for Benjamin, because the Lord had made a breach in the tribes of Israel. Then the elders of the congregation said, What shall we do for wives, for those who are left, since the women are destroyed out of Benjamin? They said, There must be an inheritance for the survivors of Benjamin, so the tribe will not be blotted out from Israel. But we cannot give them wives of our daughters, for the sons of Israel had sworn, saying, Cursed is he who gives a wife to Benjamin. So they said, Behold, there is a feast of the Lord from year to year in Shiloh, which is on the north side of Bethel, on the east side of the highway that goes up from Bethel to Shechem, and on the south side of Lebanon, and they commanded to the sons of Benjamin, saying, Go and lie and wait in the vineyards, and watch. And behold, if the daughters of Shiloh come out to take part in the dances, then you shall come out of the vineyards, and each of you shall catch his wife from the daughters of Shiloh, and go to the land of Benjamin. It shall come about when the, their fathers or their brothers come to complain to us, that we will say to them, Give them to us voluntarily, because we did not take for each man of Benjamin a wife in battle, nor did you give them uh, 
nor did you give them to them, else you would now be guilty. The sons of Benjamin did so, and took wives according to their number from those who danced, whom they carried away, and they went and returned uh, to their inheritance, and rebuilt the cities, and lived in them. The sons of Israel departed from there at that time, every man to his tribe and family, and each one of them went out from there to his inheritance. In those days there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. Thank you, Darren.